good morning hello my our lovely viewers well listeners um it is wednesday the 25th of august and this is episode two of rift talking the pros um hope you all enjoyed last week we certainly enjoyed making it for you and uh, we're gonna have some fun i have my wonderful co-host sefi is with me today and we hey, are everybody are gonna be talking results we're going to be talking predictions we've got the finals this weekend we've got some pretty big headline news we'll come on to uh we've got our own little mini prediction competition going on um but most importantly we have lots of pro sport to go over the next two three weeks in the run-up to worlds um so i hope you're all enjoying watching it there's lots of exciting games happening lots of close series some pretty big stomps um and it's all getting very exciting very real as we're narrowing down the number of teams we've got for worlds but first big piece of news sefi what happened yesterday what was the big announcement from riot big announcement from riot if you guys saw this it's a big deal worlds is no longer going to be hosted in china instead it's getting swapped to eu and that is a big deal because Worlds is like a month away. And that's a pretty big event that you now have to figure out all the logistics of. <laughs> yeah, I, I have legitimately no idea how they're going to do this. So they have, if you think about Worlds in 2019 in Europe, you had the play-ins and the group stages were held in Berlin. Sorry, just the play-ins were held in, in Berlin. Group stages, knockouts, finals were all held in arenas in Germany, in Spain, and in France. Well, those kids booked out like 18 months to two years ahead. How are they, what are they going to do? What, what is their plan? So what the rumor mill has been stating is that this wasn't, it wasn't a thing that Riot was, well, let's just say they had a plan B. They've always had a plan B, and this was the plan B for whatever reason. And uh, they might have had several plans. They might have had an entire alphabet of plans, and I don't think that that would have been uncalled for given just the state of the world and the pandemic and everything that's going on. I mean, they played MSI from Iceland because Iceland had no cases. Like, Iceland's never heard right. of esports, <laughs> and they show up there and do an entire international competition. Right. And, I, and that's the other thing to know is that they did everything for MSI in one studio in Iceland. And so I think word on the street is that it is not unlikely that everything is from the LEC studio, given what you said about booking arenas. And well, can you even fill the arenas? Like what what would be worse as, right. a, as, as a player? You're walking into an arena and there is nobody in the audience. You've got like five, six thousand yeah. person arena. And it is dead silent. You're going to lose any kind of drive to to perform, right? Well, and I mean, think about what everybody has just been saying about playoffs in the studios with no fans, like that it's completely different, and you're losing all this energy, and it's really easy to just kind of like I don't know, fall off the face of the earth in certain series. So, yeah. You, you you could argue that's what's happened to G2, which we'll come on to later. They just didn't have the, the drive, the fans. Oh, see, you were, you were thinking of your biased team, and I was thinking of my biased team. Yeah, it, was not, it was not a good weekend to be a fan, to be, to be, to be the team that we fan over. No, we, we did not have good series no. this week. We, we are both sad little fanboys fan and girls here. So, yes. uh, um, but the other, anyway, we'll get into that later. We will, but... we will. The other kind of news like on the back of that is... We know, and we've, we've talked about the LEC, the LCS, the LCK last week, and we'll talk about it again this week. There are also a whole bunch of minor regions that are sending teams um, to fill the rest of the slots. But one of those kind of, not quite minor, but not quite major regions, there's two of them. There's the PCS, um, which is a combination of that, the region out of Taiwan, and there is the VCS, which is out of Vietnam. The VCS last competed internationally at MSI 20, sorry, at Worlds 2019. MSI 2020 was cancelled. They were not able to send anybody to either Worlds 2020 or MSI 2021 due to various levels of COVID restrictions. For, uh, for Worlds 2021, it was a blanket, don't leave this country or never come back. Um, for MSI, it was quarantine times. So there was going to be over four weeks of quarantine at either end or something like that, certainly on the way home, 
which would have put their summer season at jeopardy, having people in their summer season. Um, so they felt that rather than risking their team to be able to qualify, they would step out of MSI. Ironically, the BTS summer season never happened. We are sitting here, most most regions are approaching their finals weekend. Like when we're sitting here this week, this time next week, we'll be telling you a whole bunch of teams have qualified. And they haven't even started. They've not played a single game in their summer split. So there is questions over whether VCS will send representatives. They have two seats, one to go into the playing stage and one into the main stage. This is exactly the same situation we had last year. And last year, LC, LPL and LEC had four seats and the LCK had three seats. The way Riot handled it was the LCK's third seed got promoted directly into the main stage, um, taking the BCS spot, and they didn't replace those two teams, either the VCS play-in spot or the LCK play-in spot. So they went from 12 down to 10 in the play-ins and maintained their 16 teams at the group stage. The, if they do the same thing this year, it wouldn't be the LCK, it would be the LEC. So the LEC, all three teams, of which we will come on to in a little, probably a couple of minutes, would go to main stage, potentially. It's theory, it's theory crafting based on what happened last year. Could be completely... Um, I could be completely wrong. Um, the VCS could still find a way of sending two teams. Not entirely sure how good they'll be. They've played for six months, but yeah. Well, I think it's that's important to note that um, the reason why they didn't send any to Worlds or or VSI was because of how strict Vietnam specifically is about their re-entry. Uh, so Vietnam is really strict, but they also have very low COVID cases in their own country. But they are they had a summer spike, which is what caused the delay and the postponement and then eventually the cancellation of their summer split. Um so the the latest before Worlds was moved to EU was that VCS is still likely to be able to send their two qualifiers and the most likely out of that would have been their spring champions that should have gone to MSI and then the runner-ups of their spring split would be their two seeds. Um, however, now with <laughs> Worlds getting moved to EU, Vietnam has been kind of opening back up to other travel to other Asian countries, but it's less clear what travel restrictions will look like to, to the European nations. So it the funny thing is, is, and I don't think we, we covered this necessarily, but specifically Worlds is getting moved out of China because certain teams were not able to get visas for their players. So the NA ones. Specifically NA ones. But also the LOL Esports production crews were having trouble getting visas to send the people that would actually make the content and film the games and, you know, all the stuff that you see go on. So while... Moving it to EU is potentially making it easier for most of the the, the teams and competitors in the world. It, it could potentially make it harder for VSCS to send their, uh, their two qualifiers. In. But again, there's a lot of points about what what shape those teams will be in, not having played for an entire split. And and you know, and I don't know if apparently they apparently they've been scrimming. So apparently the teams have been I scrimming. Say, I don't. I don't know yeah. if they've been able to scrim. I know specifically they just weren't able to get like the the whatever okay they need from. They weren't even allowed to do the it government online. for for online tournaments. Yeah. yeah, so that's why they weren't able to have a tournament, but they could still potentially scrim. And obviously, I think all the players are. The top fifteen VCS players are all top one thousand in Korean solo queue. Is the other thing I was reading about. So they are they are they are pretty, they're pretty still good. Decent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What we don't know if not those fifteen players are on the team that they'll be sending, but you know. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so who knows? Um. Hopefully, over the next week or so, we'll get some more details and we can talk it through next week. Um. But yeah, Worlds is going to be a new you. big big news. From an NA point of view, it means the games are going to be right in the middle of your workday. Most Which is likely. nice, because now I don't have to like wake up at 3am again. Yeah. Like That was not fun last year. Yeah. So the, the, the time zones work out a little bit better for NA. For EU, most likely the games would be starting around about sort of 1, 2 o'clock, so come early afternoon. Um, that's what it was in 2019. So that China can watch, because otherwise, if you think about time zones, um, 
you kind of want your biggest audience in the world to be able to watch your biggest tournament and their biggest audience comes from china so they will do it Speaking, at the... <laughs> yeah of china being the biggest audience uh we should talk about implications for future worlds then too with this getting moved because if if you recall yep world so... 2020 was supposed to be a big 10-year anniversary yep. event in china 2021 was going to be in NA, and then 2022, if I remember, says was going to be in Korea. Um, yep. So they're going to bounce between the four major regions, EU, uh, China, NA, SK. Well, they didn't get their 2020 worlds. It kind of was isolated to one, one city, Shanghai. So they were given 2021 worlds, and they were told, sorry, you'll get 2022. Well, now China still haven't had a worlds. You've gotten a second one. And they sit there going, well, when do we get one? So, yeah. when is NA going to have worlds? When, when do I get to get on a plane and, and drag Sefi halfway around the world to San Francisco so that we can for it. <laughs> so that we can go and watch the worlds together? I, who knows? Um, I can imagine... So, it's worth noting that Riot is owned by Tencent, which is a massive company in China. So, not only is it the world's... It's their biggest audience and their biggest platform and everything in China... They're also owned by a Chinese company. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on Riot to host in China. So I would imagine that, yeah, 2022 will be in China. I imagine that will be the announcement. I suspect that probably means NA will get 23 and Korea will get 24. And Europe will just be sitting there going, well, we've had two in three in three years. So we'll wait a bit. Just don't forget, it's expensive for the region to host it. There's a lot of logistics to go in. It's hard for the production crews because the production crews have to kind of run through. So it's it's like the European production teams are going to be crazy busy in a way they hadn't expected. They're going to have to fire up a whole bunch more staff to, to accommodate everything. It's going to be a challenge for you. They may have been preparing for it at the back of their minds, but are they actually ready for it? Who knows? Yeah, that's a huge question. Is I You know... I think as far as 2020 Worlds, like it, it obviously wasn't the same as previous Worlds and how big and the giant arenas and the screaming fans and all that stuff. But it was still like a pretty quality online tournament. Was so it, was, it, was, it, was, it was an offline tournament. They, they, were, they, well, were, they were able to be in yeah. the studios um, right. and they were able to get the Worlds 2020 final in a, in a small arena. Yeah. So there, were, there was some there. I think this year, if there is all inside the LEC studio in Berlin, I mean, one thing, one question I've got though is that the, the LEC teams haven't own haven't have been able to have all the teams in at the same time. That was the thing. I yeah, like so. How are they going to do that? Are they going to structuring the format? Yeah. yeah. Is there a way that maybe you can do it so that there are four teams on any given day, just like playing between each other for for the day, so that you only have to bring in four teams. Because they've done that before. Yeah. Um, don't know, it's going to be an interesting how they organise it. As I said, we'll get yeah. details. It's all hot off the press. It was all announced late, well, mid-afternoon yesterday. So it's less than, just over 24 hours from the old this news. And Riot basically had to release it because it leaked. So if, yeah. you, if you watch the Riot release video, the, the, um, the, it, he, the, the Riot head he of esports, he was... <laughs> He was grumpy. <laughs> it, it was like that kind of very forced, very, I've got to say this exactly as it is written on that teleprompter, because otherwise I'm going to get into trouble type quality to it. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. So who else is going to go to Worlds? Well, we'll start with the LEC this week. For two reasons. Firstly, we did the LCS first last week. And secondly... We didn't have I a good week. No, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we did not have a good week if you were um, a fan of either G2 or, or Rogue. But we will start yeah, with... Yeah, we're going to get this depressing stuff out of the way. We'll start with Misfits versus Fnatic, which was the second game of the weekend. It was on Saturday. Um, actually... Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, that, well, was, that was a Friday series. You're right, you're right, you're right. And also, there's something else we're to talk about first. Um, Sefi and I did predictions last week. Um, and we will do the predictions again this week. Um, this current scoreline is 3-1 to me um, she got one right I got three right and uh, we got one that none of us got right um, I do want to point out I did call it C9 EG you did you did call it you did call it, it. it. but you didn't have the faith you did not have the faith 
I didn't have um, faith. I'm so sorry. Playoffs perks buff. So what we're gonna do is at the end of the end of all the playoffs, so we'll just we'll end up doing predictions probably for the LCK and the LPL like last couple of rounds, um, and they're called it. So we'll, once we get through all the playoffs, what we'll do is we'll rattle up who who's got it, and whoever wins the predictions will we'll determine a punishment for the other uh, punish, punishment to, to be confirmed. But related to that, uh, I'm gonna announce it now, and, and we'll talk about it more as we get nearer the time. But we're gonna, if you guys would like, we're gonna run a. Um, little competition during worlds itself um we do predictions we're going to predict well we predict in every single game uh we'd like you guys to send us your predictions we'll tell you how near the time and you can compare how you do versus us if you can beat us we will have some small prize for you uh, and that might probably most likely be some kind of skin on the whichever server you want as long as it's eu northeast eu west or na um, any other server sorry we, we don't have access to um, but if it's not any of those servers, um, if you can predict better than we can, we will um, give you a gift. It's not like the best person will probably not give it to. As long as we don't like it, if we get everything wrong, we're going to be broke. Um, <laughs> but that's the idea. Like if you can beat us, then we'll send you a little gift. Um, we'll probably do it for play-ins, worlds, uh, play-ins, main stage, and I guess playoffs. Probably how we split it up. So there's three mini competitions. They're quite distinct parts. But yeah, full details to come. But I wanted to get that in before we went down and talked about our results. So, Misfits versus Fnatic was the Friday series. Um, we both predicted 3-2. One of us predicted 3-2 for Misfits. The other predicted 3-2 for Fnatic. I'm the happy one because I predicted Fnatic. It was a pretty good series. It was great. L LEC, well, no, hold on. One series did disappoint, but like... Two we, out of your three series this weekend were absolute nuts. We predicted years. 15 games and we got 12, so... No, we got... I can't my part do math. We got 13. Yeah. It's late. I'm going to say was, this every it week. Was, it's late. And in, and in general, across across the board, all regions, was a great It was. It was lots of good league, games. But, but Misfits yeah. Fnatic. Specifically Misfits Fnatic. Um, it looked like either team could take it a lot. Like, it was a close series. Fnatic kind of edged out. Misfits. We can talk about the pause pause champ. I was going to say so when, when when the score was 2-1 to Fnatic Misfits were ahead. Very much ahead in game 4. Uh, yeah, game 4. And Fnatic paused. There was a moment in, in the Baron pit the um, Viego well, used Before that, that was Dragon pit. I meant Dragon Pit. Did I say Baron yeah. Pit? I meant Dragon Pit. First pause was a Dragon Pit. The other one was a Baron Pit. Yeah, it was, I know they were both both pits. I got I got them all around. But a Dragon Pit was the first one. Uh, that's what I meant to say. I promise. Um, Diego uses W inside the Rise Realm Warp and did not get taken by the Rise Realm Warp, leaving him somewhat alone in the middle of Misfits, and he probably snuffed it. Um, and so instant pause. Another good twenty minutes, thirty minutes for them to determine that this was not a bug. This was, in fact, one of the many things that make Viego difficult to play. Um, da, da, da. Um, well, and it wasn't even necessarily it Viego. Was, it was the rise. The realm war was, was coded yeah. such a way that, that that interaction was intended, even if it was the correct interaction, even if it's not what was intended. I'll put it that way. Um, yeah. by but the, that Intended by the players. Intended by the players, yeah. And that threw misfits. They came back out of that pause and they got caught, they got caught, they got caught, leading up to a Baron fight where Mickey X, not Mickey X, Hillisang um, on Braum was running forward, didn't get taken by the Realm Warp, got left behind. Instant pause, five, ten minute break. Turned out there is a uh, way the Realm Warp is coded, which I found quite fascinating, is it tries to predict what the player wants to do. He had clicked outside of the realm warp, even though he was still inside it at the point at which it ended and did the transportation. He had his most recent click was outside of the realm warp. So the game assumed that he had wanted to leave the realm warp area. And because he was right on the edge, it said, well, you were close enough. We'll let you. We, we won't take you with us. Obviously, that's not what he intended. He was just trying to be positioning facing the right way as close to the realm warp edge as possible so that when he arrived, he was at the front of the team as, as, as the front line. Again, come out of this pause, Misfits 
they lost the Baron. Somehow they turned the game around. They they kind of got their shit together and they turned the game around. But there was definitely we we were sitting there watching the game and going, if Fnatic three won this series because of those two pauses, that's going to feel really dirty. And luckily, Misfits did come back and win that game. So, like, I think that that's less of a big issue on the whole series in general. But, I mean, coming back from that game five, you have to be tilted as a Misfits player. Like, yeah. I think everybody was kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, I... and the fact that it was like, wow, you don't know how Bry's Realm works. <laughs> to be fair, even Cage will have to go. In a row. Even yeah. Cage will have to go and Google it. Like it's not those yeah. are two very unique interactive figures and you release and, and how many times have you not made the realm what would you intended to? Like it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite unusual. But it was just there were a lot of like points into and especially since the second one was in a team fight, like in the middle of a team yeah. fight, that there were a lot of questions about if that should even be allowed, which it is and this has happened I think it was another fanatic pause in the middle of a team fight. I think this is when I can't remember which champion Hilly was playing, but he like tried to hex flash and it like visual bugged in the middle of a team fight, and they paused in the middle of a team fight there too. And so it got brought up then that you are supposed to pause as soon as you notice a bug, even yeah. if you are in a team fight. Yeah. But is that actually <laughs> what you should do? Is the debate that was being had on Twitter at the time? And and I would argue that it, as as makes sense to pause as soon as you get the bug from a uh dev point of view and from a uh, referee's point of view because you know instantly what happened and you can go back to that point but the flow of the game is shot to pieces when you do that i, yeah. I pers- personally i think it would be better to okay a bug's been registered you play out the team fight because if the bug is not a bug then the team fight would resolve as it was intended to um and then you pause and say, right, we think there was a bug at the start of that bug. Because if there was a bug, they will they will shift it back. They will chrono shift yeah. back X amount of minutes. So that team fight becomes completely irrelevant. Because it just wouldn't happen. Or it would happen again, but it would happen without the bug. Um, if it's not a bug, then the team fight's played out the way it should have done naturally. And therefore the game can move forward. And you pause at a point where the game is not, you know, it is in a You're relevant... not getting... You're not getting, getting an advantage. Yeah. yeah. Not getting, you're getting, not getting an unnecessary advantage by having that mental break and, and oh, that team fight didn't go our way? Oh, we've paused. And there, there should be repercussions if you pause unnecessarily. And, and, and right. I think the example of both the two realm warps, the, there's a very clear picture of Haley standing in the realm warp and not then being taken. So you can completely understand why the players thought that was a bug. The same yeah. with Viego, who was in the middle of the realm warp and didn't get out. Like, there are clear. Okay, that looks like it should have worked. And it took, like I said, it took only half an hour for the, for the Viego one for them to work out that that actually was the way it was coded. So that's that's a proper bug. I think they need to make sure they don't, like, oh, we didn't win that team fight. Let's just see if that's a bug at the start, guys. And, and that, that I think should, they should be cracking down on. But that's my personal opinion. It's not the rules. The rules for the uh, competitive rules are that you, can, you should pause the moment to see the bug. So that's what happened. The winner of that, Fnatic, they moved on to play G2. Getting into the G2 Fnatic series now. So, I'm a G2 fan. I was disappointed. Game 1, I had hope. Game 1, G2 came out of the gates. They looked clean. They uh, didn't have the draft entered on them. That was the big thing, because their one win versus Mad, Mad entered the draft. But it was a good draft from both teams. Um, but G2 kind of didn't show up in game two or game three and they came back in game four and it was like ah maybe just maybe g2 can do this unless i'm getting games three and four the wrong way around go into game five and fanatic stop like there is no other word for it fanatic went yeah g2 you are not going to worlds this year we got to see oh, Hillisang's yes. pike we got to see we got to see Hillisang's pike, which was a fantastic thing to see. He's not seen that for a while. In a row, and that was that. Yep. I want to talk about that pick being ballsy because they they pick it and they lose and they run it back because I mean obviously the the pike pick was not the problem in no. that, the first game, but like uh Hillisang is pike. arguably the best pike in the world. Like there is there is there is a very yeah. strong argument that he is the single best pike player in the world. So anytime he gets to play that champion, 
you should be scared. And G2 were not. Yeah, every every Q. His 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 ability to get over walls, to ult you when you're not expecting it, his ability to get duck in and out of the team fights to get multiple chains of ults off, the amount of gold he gave Fnatic, it's it's disgusting. Unless you like Pike, in which case it's pretty glorious. Um and yeah, the the final game, I think that the phrase you used during the t- as we were watching it was um G two sorry, not G two, Fnatic played fearlessly. Yeah. I mean, Hilly locked in that Morgana game five, and I was like, oh no, Fnatic have entered this draft. He has not won a Morgana at all. And, yeah. Oh my gosh, no. They just came in. And I mean, they they were talking about the mental, and you could kind of see it on the player cams. Like, Fnatic were having, like, the time of their lives the whole time on that stage, and G2 were sweaty. Like, Reckless was literally praying on stage before game five. It was not the look you are used to from G2. You are used to the opposite, where G2's like laughing off every loss that they get and coming back for blood. But G2 have never missed Worlds. Right. This, this is, is a the huge deal. first time that G2 have missed Worlds. Full stop. They're the pressure... Not only that, the hype for this lineup coming into this year... This this has been a failure for G two. There there is no other way of phrasing it. G two have failed their twenty twenty one year. They didn't win spring. They didn't even make it to um, finals. finals for spring. They haven't even made it to finals weekend for summer, and they've missed worlds. G two have played. They've played less league this year than any other year in their calendar. And they've been in the, they've been doing this since twenty sixteen and. Yeah, it's um, it does. It's concerning. It's, sh- it, it, it's really concerning. You, you've got you've got arguably the best mid player ever to come out of EU in caps. Argument for him. He first. didn't look at this year though. Didn't look at this year. Reckless, the staple, the most um, long lived, most decorated AD carry the uh, this year they've produced. Not going to Worlds for the probably much his first time not going to Worlds when he's been there. Been able to do it apart from that one year. Uh, 2016 when they couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, Yankos, Wonder, okay, they're they're less no, they're they're kind of falling off the top pillar for a while now. But Mickey, I X... don't even throw Yankos is the best performing G2 player. I, I don't well, that's the that's the thing. Yankos. That's the thing. Yankos is the one you're trying to cut loose. Exactly, the G2 exactly. <laughs> I I look at Yankos. And I think he's he's often the weakest link for G2, and this bit he hasn't been. But that's not because he's gotten better. <laughs> it's because everybody else has got crapper. Like, G2 have had... They've just not fought. They managed to scrape into second place in the in, in the regular season. They were not... You know, Rogue beat them outright. Mad Lions and Misfits had the same scoreline. They beat them on head-to-head. Like Championship points. Is what got them mm, into the second place. Because they... They actually... Did right. Pretty sure they finished second as well. Or maybe it was. Maybe, maybe. It wasn't... I thought it was swapped the other way around. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. I'm lying to you. Mad, yeah. Mad finished. Mad finished third. Misfits finished, finished third. Fourth. Got second seed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's fine. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I remembered it was swapped either way. <laughs> it's all good. Um. But it's so for G two, they scraped in. They just have not performed. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I'd be really interested to see what um, Ocelot is going to do with this team over the offseason. We're not going to talk about it now because we'll, we'll, otherwise we'll talk about an offseason. I'm expecting to see yeah. change to G2. There's already rumors about. Yeah. Not, not like rumors coming from G2, but just like what people are talking about they would yeah. do with this roster if they were. If they were to change it. I, I'd be very, yeah. very surprised. I, I mean. I'm not saying it won't happen. I think the one thing you can say with confidence is you're not going to see the same roster. Yeah, I think it it would be that would be the surprise if we start spring split and it's the same five players. I mean, G two have a history of trusting their players. They haven't. They've they've only made major changes once in their league, like when they've changed more than one player, and that was between 2018 and 2019 when they uh, dropped their bot lane and replaced it with um, Caps and Mickey X. So I don't know. We'll see. But that does mean that Fnatic 
made it to Worlds. So Fnatic are Good Europe's save. at least third seed. They could be second, they could be first. We don't know. Um, but they've made it to Worlds. Um, they play the winner, sorry, the loser of the Rogue Mad Lions match, which we may have spoiled already by saying that neither of us had a particularly good weekend. Um, I will allow you to talk about this one. It was terrible if you're a Rogue fan. So we both I mean, predicted 3-2. Yeah. I mean, we all expected kind of a rematch of what we saw in the finals, right? Like it was going to be... Potentially rogue favored, but Mad have that clutch factor, right? Although, I think after the first week of playoffs, right, you were like, "Ooh, Rogue look kind of shaky," and Mad three one to G two. That's concerning. But we both had faith in 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 Rogue. In rogue. We both predicted them three two. We both think they're the better team. Mad Lions three owed them. Game one. Three different ways. Yeah. So game is the concerning part. So game one. Um, Rise, sorry, uh, Rogue drafted a late game scaling comp with a Felios, Azir, Mad drafted early game, uh, with the exception of Arise, and they stomped. They it, absolutely demolished the game. The, the game was won in thirty minutes flat. Um, they were they won with an eleven k goal. It was just painful. Painful. Yeah, it, Mad just looked the better team. If you watch one game of this split of this uh, weekend, watch game two of Mad versus Rogue. Oh, that was a, a really it was great. a fantastic like, game. Like neither team could figure out how to beat the other. And if we so got great. five games of that, it would be the best final you'd have seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, I think another thing to point out with that one is that Mad got ahead early, which is not what you're used to if you're a Rogue fan. Rogue almost always gets the early lead. But again, Rogue drafted late game scaling again for game two. And specifically, they had Odo Omne and Orn, which, like, after his playoffs performance is an ego <laughs> hit, but it's like, bro, get on Orn. Like, <laughs> yeah, so o Odo, you're so not carrying it. You're, you're not carrying <laughs> your untangled juicy. Yeah. Um. And And they got to a point where it looked like. Okay, no, Rogue have outscaled Mad. There's no way they lose this now, right? And then, of course, they still somehow managed to do what they usually do against Mad and throw and. So this was a specifically an, a, a hand summer throw. Like there was a moment yeah. um, they're fighting around by the chickens on the red side, um, on on the blue side chickens. They were red side, so they were in um, Mad Lion's territory. And hand summer's Aphelios was doing so well he was melting the team so he was flashed to go over the wall into the chicken so that he could continue his dps but kind of sort of flashed into the wall as opposed to over the wall got locked down killed mad lost so mad then stomped the team fight took the game and it brings shades of 2019 um when larson used the cookie package into the fountain as they were trying to take the nexus which cost them the game and then the series this had that kind of feel of it was such a bad you know everyone's done it everyone has failed the flash but to have failed the flash in that style at that moment shot rogues mental they didn't recover in the game and game two game three was closer than game one but mad never really looked like they were going to lose it Oh sorry, no sorry. I'm I'm I'm. No. Oh sorry, no, you're right. You saw Rogue finally go back. Yes, to, to an early game comp. Yeah, sorry, I'm. Season. You have an early game comp. They come out, they smash, they get ahead, and then they do what they do. They Rogue threw time, and they threw. Yeah, they threw a 10k gold lead. Literally Again. a 10k gold lead. Yeah, sorry, I, I I was thinking about the the second half of the match, not the first half, and. Yeah, there is no words to describe what Rogue did, other than scared. Thing. They played scared. They played so scared, yeah. And that was my point. And yeah. we talked about Fnatic playing fearlessly. Rogue were the absolute opposite. Like the, even in the the game where he had Odo Omni and Orange, there was or Orn, there was a, a an Orn engage that they should have taken. Like they were dancing around for thirty seconds, and they should have taken it already. Like there was no reason to not. Like they just are so 
There's some mental block, and I don't. I hope it's specifically with Mad, because that would make sense given their track record with Mad. And before this series, they had done this twice already, where they get a massive lead. They're ahead. They think they've got the game in the bag. They take a bad team fight and they throw a 10k gold lead. And again, this is a much more even game. Yeah. The second game, game two specifically, is what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's... And then they just never recovered from that mental boom. Oh. Even, and they even... did the same thing with the 10k gold lead. So now they've, thro- they've thrown four games, three of them, 10k gold leads, just this year against Mad Lions. Yeah. Like, this is their kryptonite. Like, they, like, absolute mental diff. They, 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 what it is. They need something to get them in the mindset because if Fanatic play like they played against G two, Rogue, and if Rogue play like they played against Mad, this is a three zero. This is this is a three zero Fanatic without a doubt. The only thing I the only the copium that I have is that this is a very different style that Rogue was playing the first two games. And that's what I was about to say. I I wonder if Rogue were looking at this series and going win or lose doesn't matter. Sure, winning guarantees us main stage. Winning guarantees us finals. But if we lose. We're still going to Worlds. We've still got a shot at winning the LEC. Worst case scenario, you know, if we lose again, we end up in play-ins, gives us more international exposure. Maybe Rogue were just taking a more... Let's try different comps. Let's see if we can play a more late-game comp. Let's see if we can try not playing from behind. Because then you can go, well, if we can figure out how to play from behind and play from ahead, maybe we're a better team. That is the one thing it was so un-roguelike. It was like, you yeah. know, G2 played like G2. Fnatic played like Fnatic. Misfits played like Misfits. Mad played like, generally speaking, Mad. Rogue did not play like Rogue. There was the one team this weekend which looked not like themselves. Uh, it gives me a sliver of hope that they were doing that deliberately to, to see if they could play more than one style to make them less one-dimensional. But And if they would have won game two? Who knows what would have happened. Like, yeah, you you can give them that pass too, because you're like, okay, well, you proved that you could do it. And again, they should have won game two. Should ju- have won game two. <laughs> yeah. How many times a rogue fan just gonna be like, all these times should have won. Yeah, so close anyway. yet so far. So yeah, we'll come on to the, we're we're talking a lot about about the LEC. It was quite a passionate weekend. We've got two games this weekend. We've got on Saturday we've got Rogue versus Fnatic in the battle for third. So the loser will be going to the playing stage as it stands, and the winner will be going on to face Mad in the final on Sunday. So Rogue versus Fnatic. We kind of touched on this already. If Rogue play like Rogue played on last week and if Fnatic played like they did. This is a simple 3-0 for Fnatic. Rogue won't stand a chance. If Rogue show up, though, if they remember how to play League of Legends and remember how to not throw, or how to not throw quite so hard, do you think, fangirlism aside, Rogue have a chance against Fnatic? Yeah, so here's the thing. I, they weren't playing like themselves. They've going to take a week to reset, right? And... The only curse I have is that people that know scrims have been talking about how G2 and Rogue look the scariest in scrims, but somehow they just haven't shown up on stage. So, like, will Rogue show up on stage or not? I think I have faith in them, and I I think that they can get over this mental... The thing is, if they don't, then I'm very concerned for them going into Worlds. So, I don't know. I'm giving it a 3-2... Rogue, I still think that it's going to be a great series, and I think that even with Rogue looking as good as they are, Fnatic has so much momentum. Or even with Rogue being as good as they should be, not as they have been. If you give, if yeah. you're giving Rogue that benefit of the doubt, Fnatic are still looking really phenomenal right now, and they have a lot of momentum behind them, and they have, they definitely have the mental state going for them at right now. So this is this is where I, I I'm very glad that you're currently on the other side of the pond. Um. I'm actually going to give this a 3-1 Fnatic. Oh, spicy. I I don't think Rogue will come back enough. I think Fnatic have got too much momentum. They've won three on the trot. They've played well in all of them. They've been challenged in all of them. They are playing at their peak. They're looking like they've gelled really well as a team, which is something that you can't have said earlier on in the split. I think that the Adam and Whippo shenanigans in the top and jungle have made a 
finally working for them. I'm not saying Bruho is a top tier jungler, but I think they're making it work in their style. And I rogue aren't filling me with confidence. And I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. I'd love to see Rogue come out and, and, and do really well. But I I'm looking at it and going, I don't see how Mad win this series um how Rogue win this series. So I'm giving it three one Fnatic. I will point out that the last time the Fnatic and Rogue faced each other, it was the regular split, so before all this mental booming from Rogue, but it was a, we it was absolutely a, demolished. It them. was it was a bit of a stomp, yeah. And it was super weak the last week of the split, so it wasn't like they needed time to ramp up their lineup. Still, yeah, yeah, agreed. <laughs> so we'll see. We yeah. shall see. I, I have faith that they can reset and get over this. They're a lot. I think they've got a lot of experience now, and hopefully they won't be dumb babies and chokes. I think they might. I think the players I'm have got some experience. I'm prepared for that to happen, yeah. but I hope it doesn't. I think the players have got some. I I think I'd be looking at the coaching staff here. The coaching staff need to to step up. Well, and if you remember, this is also what I've been thinking of. If you remember who won coaching staff of the split last split. True, but we shall it was see. Broke. But I mean, to so prove we, it, we they, they need to prove it. God, they need they need to prove it, or I'm never gonna get over all these people being like, we don't deserve to go to finals again. <laughs> so. Finals. We'll, we'll do two predictions. Mad versus Rogue. If Rogue beat Fnatic, what's your prediction for finals? <laughs> it's mad. I don't care who it is. It's mad. Like <laughs> they look so good. <laughs> so we'll, 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 so if so, what would be your scoreline? If if Mad, if it's Rogue versus Mad in the finals. If it's Rogue versus Mad. It's three zero Mad again. I just think Rogue's got such a mental against them that they're never going to be able to get over that. And if it's Fnatic, I think that could be closer, but I still think it's like three one Mad. Wow. Okay. So, okay, we're going to go differently on this one. Um, I agree with you. If it's a um, if it's a Rogue-Mad final, I'm going to give it 3-1 to Rogue. I think, sorry, 3-1 to Mad. I think Rogue will take a game off them. I think Mad will get overconfident from their 3-0 last week. And I think they will... Um, I think they'll get overconfident. And I, therefore, I think they will um, give, up, give up a game. That game will then go, oh, yeah. Oh, we brand again. <laughs> Something like that, or or they'll go. Oh yeah, right. We actually have to beat this team before we can win the LEC, and and they'll do it. If it's Fnatic, I'm actually going to give it to Fnatic, and I'm going to make it a three-two. But the reason I'm going to give it to Fnatic is if Fnatic make it all the way to the final, if they get for a rogue, particularly for a rogue that has stepped up. Fnatic have the momentum. They have the drive. They have the experience to close out. So I'm gonna give it if it's if it's a rogue, sorry, a mad fanatic final, I'm giving it three two fanatic. Very excited to see what happens. Me too. Okay, anything else on the LEC before we move on to the LCS? No, we need to move on. Yeah. We do. Well I, I promise you the LCK and the LPL are really quick this week because not a lot's happened. Um yep. LCS. So we had another uh chunk of games this week, a lot of games this week. Um where do we start? Um, I need to actually remember what was the first game we since we last spoke. It was C9EG. C9EG, the one that we had to rush through because it started. So C9EG, we both predicted um, 3-2. It was a 3-0 stop. Yeah, it was gross. And to be fair, again, throwing that out there, I said it should be a 3-0 stop C9, but I didn't have faith. Nope, you did not, and therefore I got uh, neither's got this prediction right. Um, it was a free stomp. It was uh, there's nothing to say here. Evil geniuses didn't show up. Cloud Nine did. Cloud Nine went okay. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll knock you out of playoffs and out of worlds. Like, there was nothing to, to don't bother yeah, watching this nothing. series. It was every match was a stomp. Every match was one sided. Uh, yeah, moving on. Immortals versus Team Solo mid. Uh, I I literally don't have notes on this one. It went exactly has. I mean, you yeah. you gave Immortals the one one game. game. I yep. I really didn't think that they'd be able to take, but I mean, even that didn't look that great, and TSM took the series. So. Yeah, again, very much like the Cloud Nine versus Evil Genius. The series very one sided. Very uh, don't bother watching this series. Kind of went as expected. Immortals did play one play game two pretty well. Um, 
yeah, that was kind of sort of it. Um, so Cloud9 then faced off against Team Solo Mid on... No. Oh, do you want to... Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll continue that. that. We'll continue okay, that okay. story. We'll continue that story. So All right. C9, C9 played TSM on Sunday. Go on. I know you want to talk. Oh, I just... It was a great series. Like, it was very back and forth, you know. And... I I just love that uh, Perks redeemed his Aurelia in Game 5 and brought it home. And the playoff Perks buff came through. And at least one member of G2 2020 is making it to... <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, as far as everyone's concerned, G2 is Perks, right? So... Yeah. So, so G2, G2 are going to works. We're yeah, yeah, works. that's all you need. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, a, really, it was a really good series. If you want to watch a series... That was the one. Don't watch Game Five if you want to watch two. So that was a, that was a C9 stomp, but it was it was good at A. Yeah. It started. You know, it just one of those days where it went. You know, one oh one one two one two two. Like it was. It really yeah. was back and forth. Um, yeah. Game Game Five aside, every game could have gone both ways. Yeah, they were all close games except for Game Five. Yeah. Um, I well. think probably probably the only other game that was less close was Game Three strongly in TSM's favor but even so um so with that 3-2 win for cloud nine cloud nine made it back into worlds they missed it last year for their first time really missing worlds so we do actually know which three teams we've got cloud nine hundred thieves and tl are your three teams and very very similar to lec um cloud nine um could be third, they could be second, or they could still take first. So the other match, um, which is probably the one we're going to talk a little bit more about, was 100 Thieves versus Team Liquid on Saturday night, or Saturday afternoon for you guys. So this was your, your other Kings match. So not a 3-0 stomp this time, and we were happy about it. And I, I just, I had faith the 100 Thieves could take it to five games. Wanted them to take it, but T TL did prevail 3-2. My favorite part of this series was you had not not once, but twice an absolute fist fight in the bot lane between a Tristan and a Callista <laughs> where they both killed each other. Like, level 1 or level 2. <laughs> Just the absolute stupidest stuff you've seen in your life. It was great. I loved it. I wanted all of my games to be like that. This, 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 these games were Fundamentally, these games were fun. They were it fun was. to watch. They, you could tell the players were having fun playing them. Um, they both look like top tier teams. Like TL and Hundred Thieves look heads and shoulders above. Up until probably the last match with, with C9 and TSM, they would look. They look. There's a reason this was the Kings match. Um, I, you know, we got to see some some spicy picks. We saw a Vein, which is not a very popular pick. Um, out of FBI, as you said. Oh, it was so good too. I love, uh, I love, I love FBI. Two times Trist versus Callista, which is you know, a, a matchup we're surprised to see. Um, yeah, it was it was a good series. Um, definitely the series from NA to watch. Um, there was there was an element of watching some of Cloud Nine, like it was still a good series, but in terms of pure fun, pure. This is what NA is going to be sending to Worlds as their top tier teams. Go watch this series. It did not disappoint like the mad Rogue One did. Yeah. Yep. Just <laughs> <laughs> had to get that last stab in there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. um, so TL yeah. moved on to the, to the grand final on Sunday, uh, and they will play the winner of 100 Thieves Cloud Nine. So Team Liquid are guaranteed at least a main stage first or second seed. We've got fight off for third place. And a place at main stage. We're pretty sure that no matter what happens to BCS, the loser of 100 of these cloud times will go to play it. So it's extremely unlikely that, that anything else will happen. So, predictions 100 Thieves versus Cloud9. Again, I think it's going to be a 3 2. <laughs> I want a 3 2 with these two teams. And I really want it to be 100 Thieves. I'm so sorry, Ferris. But. <laughs> I, they, like, if you think about Cloud9 versus TL, granted it was earlier, you didn't have the lower bracket elimination perks buff than 
but if if you're just comparing both of those teams' performances against TL, 100 Thieves looked better. Yes, but C9 has definitely stepped up since then, so I think yeah. it could go either way. Yeah, ne nearly three weeks ago, t Team Liquid thumped Cloud9 three-one. Is the context of that comment? So yes. So. Okay. Uh, I'm giving uh, I'm giving it to to Hundo Thundo. I love I love FBI. I love Hui. I'm a I love Abadage. Like I just I'm a big fan. I like Closers Diana so much. Like I'm here for it. I'm here for Hundred Thieves. Let's go. Uh, I I am going to agree that it's going to five games, but I don't think Hundred Thieves will take the fifth game. You're the worst. I I think for the for the same reasons that you just said, you think that that it it, it could happen. The reason I think it will happen. I think the the Cloud Nine experience, but more importantly, the Cloud Nine perks buff. Perks. The, there is a statistic floating around that perks in elimination matches wins eighty percent of the time. There is an argument as to whether or not this counts as an elimination match because they're not actually eliminated from worlds, but they are eliminated from the ability to win summers well win the entire season because actually it's one single championship now i'm happy either way like oh i, I i'm actually happy with the three teams and ascending like I, i'm glad tsn didn't go um for all sorts of reasons mostly because of, mostly because of huni <laughs> right let me hear, let me hear that entirely because of huni i i i'm really glad to see that guy miss out on worlds i'm not biased much <laughs> Sure, sure. Okay, so same right. same as we did before. C nine versus TL. If C nine make it, I want another game, five game fist fight, and I want it to go to C nine. I don't know. I'm C nine biased against TL. You're C nine biased if they make it, which you don't think they will. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say the same thing for hundred thieves. I want a five game series, and I want to, I want hundred thieves to take it this time. Okay, so you're going. You're saying no matter what, TL are coming second. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying no matter what, TL are going to come first. I think they'll 3-2 both teams. I think Cloud9 will get another game against them. I don't think Cloud9 is good enough to beat TL. Even with the perks buff. You think they can be 100 Thieves and 100 Thieves came close to beating TL. Yep. But I still don't think they can do it. I I, I think there's too much... I think there's that that I think TL will play better against Cloud9 than they did against Hundred Thieves. I think they'll get that that rivalry will kick in and TL will do better. But it's gonna be I think if it is Cloud9 that make it, it'll be the closer of the two three twos. I think it could I think it's more like it could go either way. I I think I think TL is the stronger team of the Hundred Thieves, unfortunately. But we shall see. Gotta have faith. <laughs> so Paris, we've both gone one way each way for you. We shall see. <laughs> that, that came out horribly wrong. <laughs> he can hate us both equally. <laughs> exactly. That's how it comes out. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um we will quickly cover the LCK and the LPL. There's not a lot of games um this week. So LCK. Um Dam one beat um as Red Force in a 3-0 wasn't we're not gonna call it a stomp stomp. Down one level like they were gonna lose. But they didn't yeah. crush them, they just comfortably went, sorry guys, you're not going to the final. Yeah. Um the 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 only thing I want to say about this is that the like the upside for Nongshim, like the if they're like the one thing I would compliment is Duck Dumb again. Their AD yeah, carry. Their AD carry looks really had awesome. some really good plays Again on a film. <laughs> yeah. So I really, I really do. Him in the gauntlet. Yeah, I really hope he gets to go because I think he could show off on the world stage. Um, he's got to win one best of five to get there. Yeah. Um, T1, and actually the the big thing about the Dan one victory had nothing to do with um with Red Force. It was their victory qualified them qualified Gen G for Worlds. So Gen G were the second LCK team to qualify. Um. Which and the third team to qualify was T1 because they took the series 3 1 against Gen G, um, setting up a down one versus T1 final. The only word we're going to say when it comes to T1 is Teddy. Teddy's so good. Teddy, we're not okay, we are hopelessly bot lane biased, but Teddy won them that series. 
Oh and... my god. His every ash arrow was hitting. His his affiliates is disgusting. Ted Teddy is just... back. Teddy's back at the at the form he was um last time T1 oh, went good. to Worlds. And and if you if you remember that, you'll remember how good Teddy was, how good Faker were. Um it's exciting to see them both coming back into kind of some semblance of form ahead of Worlds. It's gonna if with T one going to Worlds, most likely they'll go to main stage. Um, not guaranteed, but most likely, um, they look really strong. They may actually beat. There's a chance they could beat Dan One on on, on Saturday. Chance. Yeah. If anyone's gonna beat them, it's gonna be T one. But I yeah. still think Dan One will take it. I, I'm here for it though. I'm gonna. I want to. If we're doing predictions, which I yeah, don't yeah, know, we are. I think we should. I think we should. Are we? Okay. I want. I want three two, and I want it to be two one. I'm here. I'm just gonna fangirl my way in all these. I'm gonna lose again all these predictions, but <laughs> I'm fangirling my way through them. I believe in Teddy. <laughs> you believe in Teddy? I'm going three one down one. Down one are. For me, they're. They're. I think they're. They're way. They haven't been tested really that's one concern from my yeah. point of view that if t1 testament i don't know how damn one are going to react but i i think damn one are comfortable they know what they're going to do they know they know their structures they know what they're doing their goal is to get first seed and they're going to do everything they can to do that yeah um, and i was reading like an interview with teddy and teddy was talking about this is before they played genji and he was like damn one are like one thing they're an immovable force like or unstoppable force immovable wall something like that and like but Genji's gonna be a knife fight and it could go either way <laughs> so i i think most people would have labana's stance and honestly if i were trying to be logical about this i'd <laughs> pick damn one but that's boring to me so i'm i'm here <laughs> i'm here to inch my own uh predictions and and just root for teddy this weekend Fair enough. Um, we will have um, the gauntlet for the the first, at least the first two games of the gauntlet for the LCK. First one being Hunter Life versus Sandbox, and the second one being the winner of that playing against um, Red Force. Um, we could do predictions for this, but I don't think either of us know Hunter Life versus Sandbox well enough to be other to be more than a finger in the air. Um, We'll watch the games. We'll talk about them next week. Um, the we're going to talk about. We'll know when we do this podcast recording next week. What's the fourteen from Korea going? It'll, so we know that from Korea we've got Dam One will be first or second seed. There cannot be anything other than those two. Um, if Dam One win the final, then Genji takes second seed, and T One will um, go into either third or fourth. They'll, they'll be the, the gauntlet raid boss if t1 beat dam1 then dam1 will go to second seed and gen g will be the team that awaits uh, at the end of the gauntlet um, so one of those three teams going and it will be one out of handwell life leave sandbox and red force personally and i think everything's the same we both want red force to be the one that wins so we can all see diodic at worlds because he's good he's exciting He's not just an AD carry who farms for 45 minutes and then loses a team fight. Reckless. Um, what where is Reckless hate coming from? Man. He didn't make it to Worlds. They just got on Worlds once and you just cash in on these tickets? Dang. That's cold. I was disappointed with Reckless it's in that, that series, you may have guessed. Well, it's because he's not a good AD carry anymore. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> um. Finally, before we run out of time, LPL, we have got, uh, we had two games this week. Uh, no, I like we had four games no, this we week. Have four. We're going to talk about two of them, really. I'll, I'll talk to the first one. We'd all never give up versus LNG. Um, that was an upset. Um, LNG took the series 3 1. We'll never give up. Were the team you that. Might remember from MSI. MSI. Were the team that won the spring split at their first hurdle. They got been by LNG. Um, what was a. Particularly amazing about this is this is LNG who have been in the gauntlet from been in the playoffs from round one. They got through round one, round two, and round three unscathed, uh, which nobody was expecting. They beat Sooning, they beat Top Esports, and they beat Royal Never Give Up, which are World's team, World's team, and MSI team um, from the last two international competitions. On the other half of the bracket, we had Team W versus Rare Atom. Team WE kept up their um, 
absolute tear that they're playing through. They've gone 3-0, 3-0, and they took this series 3-2. They actually didn't lose a game. They, they actually went on a eight-game winning streak in the playoffs. They actually went 2-0 up in this series uh, before uh, Rare Atom came back, took two games, and W had to win the final game. Which is exactly what happened on Sunday. I'm just going to continue that train of thought because Team W vs EDG was the better of the two series um, from round four. Team WE took the first two games. In fact, they took the second game so cleanly, they were one kill shy of it being a perfect game. Edward, EDG, Edward Gaming, a really long-term history team in the LPL, um, had no answers in game one and game two. Game three and four, they came back, and, and game five was an absolute banger. Um, but Team WE are facing up in the winners in the, in the Kings match this Friday, and unbelievably, um, they again have gone round one, round two, round three, round four, and they're still winning. That this is, I think, pretty much unheard of in LPL history. Like it, it's really, really rare for a team to make the complete playoff run. Um, because the LPL has got so many teams, so by the time you get to the top teams, they're, they're significantly better than the mid-table mid teams. Um, and they will be facing yeah. FPX. The FPX, who many people might remember as the 29 winners. They beat G2 in a bit of a stomp in the final. Uh, and they've just made one change. They've, they've exchanged their top laner for Nuggery, who some might remember as the top laner who won Worlds last year. So every single member of this FPX team have won Worlds in the last two years. They're not that scary, right? I mean, FPX weren't that scary last year. <laughs> <laughs> until, until, yeah, it's true. Um, they did three. They got the Nuggery buff though. They did. They did three O Stomp um, LNG. I wasn't. I say Stomp again. It was a bit like the Dan One series. It wasn't Stomp, 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 but it was. They're not really gonna lose, uh, and there was no point. They really thought they were losing, um, which sets up this week's. Thursday, so tomorrow is LNG versus Edward Gaming. The winner of that will play against the loser of FPX versus Team WE on Sunday. And on Tuesday, we have the grand finale, which is the winner of FPX versus uh, Team W versus whichever other team hasn't been knocked out. Um, not going to do predictions here, I think, because there's too many permutations really for um, Sundays and Tuesdays. Um, we could do predictions. That's not true. We could do predictions for Fun Plus versus Team W and LNG versus EDG if you want. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think, I think FPX and EDG. Like, so would I. Think... So would I. Yeah, I think even the, the one thing I'd heard, I'd paid attention to approximately three whole things for LPL. I think the split, and one was just knowing like tracking rng and their because everybody was talking about for the major regions the like hangover from msi so that like knowing that rng had a rough start but they came back fpx nuggery specifically nuggery's aurelia from playoffs for spring oh so good so i i like i like nuggery i like fpx i've been vaguely paying attention to them and then the only other thing i'd really heard of was like edg is back yeah, EDG, so, EDG, the, the one of the longest running teams, <laughs> one of the longest running teams in in the LPL. They are they are back. They are topping table, second in the table, and things. EDG looked rusty against TWE. It looked like they hadn't played for three weeks, which, funny enough, which they hadn't. They hadn't. <laughs> um, didn't bother FPX, which is why I think if FPX kind of get come up against Edward Gaming, it'll be a pretty pretty one sided match. But EDG. It took them two games to get going. Like as I say, that second game, Team WE had a ten thousand gold lead at nineteen minutes. That was one of those games where EDG just kind of, kind of, sort of went, "GG, go next." Could we <laughs> FF this, please? Like it, there was no coming back. I think the, the quote from the caster was, um, "The only way that EDG come back from this is if Team WE run it down one by one, four times on the trot." Uh, all five of them four times on the trot <laughs> it's just like there is no coming back um because there was a the funny thing was this game was a late game team comp from edg that got, had a 10k gold lead at 19 minutes like yeah you don't come back against yeah. that 
it, it was a big day Chris. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think EDG will beat LNG and, and FBX will beat Team WE. I think that the, the FBX Team WE could be the good series. I think EDG, I think LNG are the weakest of the four teams that are left. And they'll, and they'll, they'll be pushed down to fourth. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see if EDG wake up and come back then. Yeah, or I think so. I, I'm, ex I'm still expecting an EDG versus FBX final. Yeah. I'm not sure how we're going to get there. I mean, if Team WE beat FBX, that will be the biggest upset of this entire pretty much any region if F if team we make it all the way to the grand final without losing the series yeah that'll be insane and, and i mean like it's literally running like a, a not the gauntlet, gauntlet but like a oh, gauntlet. well especially i think even if they come second it's not something it's not necessarily enough to guarantee them worlds that's the really crazy thing if they lose that final i don't think it even guarantees them worlds um and the reason i say that is there are we know which six teams are in the running for worlds for LPL. It's Raw Never Give Up, FPX, EDG, Team WE, Rare Atom, LNG. The only thing we know is that Rare Atom are in the uh, the bottom team on the championship points when everything is is said and done. We do we have no teams locked from the LPL. We have no team that we know outside of Rare Atom where they're going to be in the gauntlet. It is open to any of the four teams that are left plus RNG. Any one of them, apart from RNG, could be first. Any one of them could be second, including RNG. And any one of them could be could could take the upper part of the bracket. We simply don't know. Um, so we're not going to try and talk, but there are far too many permutations. What we can say is that FPX are basically through because they got so many points back from spring, plus they only have to win one best of five to get access to the the, the highest number of points in the in some of it so fbx again similar to gen g there's basically one scenario left where fbx don't make it to worlds starts with them not beating team we on on the weekend uh tomorrow but i think we are probably getting close if not over the hour we may have ranted oh, a little sure. bit too much about worlds moving to europe and the lec uh, you can definitely tell where our passions lie um, we will try to be a little bit more even as we get into Worlds and we won't openly talk about the, the, the LEC games, but um, hopefully you have enjoyed it. Um, we are going to sign off here. I uh, hope you all enjoyed the games this weekend. Um, LPL starts today, um, or when, you, when you're listening to this, it'll be um, in about four or five hours. Um, and the games continue all weekend. We start to get next week games, including the minor regions. So when we speak next week, we'll start to go through. We won't talk about it in detail. Uh, we won't have time. What we will do is once all the teams are locked in, we will break down the play-ins. We will break down the main stage. Who's going? A bit about which the players. Um, a little bit about maybe the style they play in or any rivalries, their history at Worlds. Um, to give you all a little bit of context as some of the minor regions, as well as the... Um, 10 teams that are going, sorry, 14 teams that are going from the major regions. But from me, from Sefi, have a wonderful night, and we will see you all on Discord or on Twitter.